This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Jetson's there, Billy did. The goal, Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2. Huddersfield Oi. 2. Thank you. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler. A chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Hello and welcome to episode 167 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. From the Highbury Tube Stop to Highbury Stadium, from Lame to the Lamex Stadium, from a Wembley Wank to Sinsel Bank. From a Premier League payout wham to the wham stadium. From St. James's Park to St. James's Park. From playing on the lawns of Wembley to the new lawns stadium. Huddersfield Town stand facing into the League One abyss. The deathly arms of League One are reaching up and pulling the club down to a level where it suffered badly in the past. Just a few years ago, Huddersfield Town were the envy of those of West Yorkshire and now may suffer from the ignominy of having to play Leeds United under-21s in the Johnson's Paint Trophy, the first round of the FA Cup, and even worse, a potential reacquaintance with the mother cluckers from down the road. <laughs> Bad times ahead. What a bunch of twats we are doing a podcast on this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Matt, what's honestly, our ratio since honest, we started doing oh, Honestly. <laughs> Anyway, everyone, you've got Goldilocks and the two bears here. Matt, pause, pause. <laughs> what a trio of absolute whoppers we are doing a podcast. Let's do the um, the the, uh, the Magic Rock stuff. So this podcast is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Uh, use our code of AHTTC10 for 10% off. And uh, if you went on Saturday, you may need a, a couple of extra ones. So, you know, that's on <laughs> us. Uh, right. So Huddersfield Town, nil, Coventry 4. Um, great. <laughs> <laughs> 
End so, podcast. I, honest, honestly, I, I, I've been saying for ages that we are such an unlucky team in a lot of ways, but oh, some of that was so self-inflicted. I mean, losing Jaheim Headley after 10 minutes, it feels like every game someone goes off injured, doesn't it? And, it, and everyone has to restructure. We just can't catch a break, but there's absolutely no excuse for the, some of the crap after that. I've I've said it. I've I went on a rant ages ago, about three or four episodes ago, didn't I? About the senior players. I'm constantly at these senior players because to me it's it's mostly down to them. I'm not blaming any of the young lads. The senior players are letting this club down constantly, week in, week out. And look at the goals. Helix back pass. What are you doing? That absolute shite. What a finish by Jokeres. He's, he's superb, isn't he? But Helix back pass just. And then the second half. The second half was one of the biggest disgraces in a season full of disgracefully <laughs> disgraceful disgraces. The players are just mentally done to me. They're just absolutely on the floor. They managed to have a one-week rally against Birmingham, and then Neil Warren goes, "Okay, it's a players it's a free are mentally hit. done." What about the fans? A, a, free, a free hit, free hit against Birmingham. But instead of taking it as a free hit, you know, as, as to have a go at them, they're taking it as a day to toss it off. And it's just honestly, the second goal, Scott High loses Heyman. Bill Okapit shouldn't be beaten that easily. Should not be beating that easily. Heads are down. The third, too easy, bad pass week, poor defensive shape, unbelievable defensive shape if you watch that back. Bill Okapich beaten really easily against. Helic was stinking, wasn't he? He's, he's blatantly not fit. Um, and the fourth goal, why is Scott High on Jokeres? Why? It's just poor organisation. Lowton's tossed it off on the far post. Has there ever has there been a worse loan signing we were talking about than Matt Lowton recently? What a shocker. Um and that's it. That's the big pile of wank, and I've had done with it. So you guys can chat amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'm off. See ya. We're desperate. Uh, I have to say that I won't get carried away with the Birmingham hype a lot. But I thought I get people wanting something to cling on to and Warnock and stuff, and I felt a bit of a party pooper there. But I won't. We won, but I didn't think we deserve it. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. But I won't get too carried away. I thought last week I was disappointed that with kind of well, sounds bad, doesn't it? Through the game, but. I don't like that. And that ain't a Neil Warnock thing. I just, I can kind of see why you maybe wouldn't risk a Jonathan Ogg in, in there if he's not fit. But it just feels like to me, we've got so many guys who ain't fit, you know, not much fit. And they've got anything into the legs and that as well. It's a bit of a shambles. I mean, we'll talk about it as January in a minute, but it is, uh, I just, I wasn't happy at all with last week's kind of message it sends out, knowing I, I want to see battle and, I watched the Rotherham game at Swansea on Monday night. I know Swansea were awful, Mark. We swapped notes and stuff as well. But I looked at Rotherham, I thought, that's a team ain't going down. They, they've got something going for they've them. Got fight. They've got fight, haven't they? Fight, energy. You know, they're up for it. Uh, Good midfield. Good yeah. midfield. But what, what, the thing is, it's for me, I mean, a lot. Of, I did watch that Cardiff Bristol City game with a few and about it on my phone and stuff. And it, and it, it was like, Jesus, we're in big trouble if we don't win here. But I just always look at it as, as, as us. The old Brian Hart is what we do, that counts. But it's... They're, they're fighting. We they're win fighting. games, Mark. And I, I was thinking that long before anything kicked off this weekend. Have we got in us to win? See, I just don't see our, obviously after what happened, but I just don't see six wins out of this lot. I really don't. I don't see two, mate. Never mind six. Uh, but I mean, it, I, I kind of dragged myself there yesterday and what, a lot was said over the first 30 minutes where I thought we were all right, all right without... It was even though, wasn't it? It was a, it was a yeah. feeling out. Yeah, it was a feeling out. It was even... But you knew both and teams the, to win, Matt, and, and that was the thing. And again, and then it's the fuck, and there's the absolute balls up, isn't it? Though it's we just shoot ourselves in the foot. We've shot ourselves continuously in the foot since the summer. 
with oh, everything that we've done. It's just it feels rubbish, it's mate. And, and Gustavo him assured what we have got. We've not got anyone like that. I can't believe they've gone a full season without bringing in a decent. We said, didn't we, in the summer, we said we need a number eight. We need a number eight. And it's just been neglected for years, really. We were lucky that John Russell kind of had a a spell last year because we didn't have one last season when we were good. And John Russell came through. We needed one in January, Matt. Why didn't we go in for one then? I didn't get it. It's like, it's almost like, okay, we we cocked up before the season. What's changed then? And you know what? I think some of the stick this out Scott is disgraceful, I'll be honest with you, because I thought he was our best player in the first half. And, uh, but I mean, it's, I mean, he's not played well, has he? But no. I'm not looking at these young lads. If you if you send in shit to Scott I on social media, you're a dickhead. Some you know of the what? some I, of the messages I've seen, you are absolute dickheads. Shocking. It's almost like yeah, you know, we can't kind of get a Bromby anymore. Fotheringham's gone. Let's get it at some. Let's else. let's get a local lad who supports the club. Yeah. It just it's just nonsensical. I mean, he's didn't play well. I always find myself sticking up for Scott High. I don't particularly think he's an amazing player or anything. I just think he's he's okay and he's up and coming. We've seen but, some stuff in this time at the stadium, oh, Matt, but Jesus. I can't remember the fold. There must have been in the past, but a fold like that, it was it was it was seen was to be believed. It it, it was incredible. It, it was almost like the helic thing, the gasp. But I, I just remember the big groans from where we were. Oh no! And like, and you just thought, yeah, you give it to where uh, you know. What's, how do you pronounce it? Giocares. Giocares. Yeah. He's yeah. super. Honestly, he's superb, isn't he? He were agony, wasn't it? Because it just looped up because we were at all the brilliant other... Finish. And brilliant finish. Brilliant finish. And it's like, brilliant. their fans were amazing. That's another thing. They were brilliant. Noise oh, mate. I, they're, they're good, but I can't do with any fans who sing that stupid Addy Addy O rugby league song. It's just absolute rubbish. So yeah. them and Blackpool are really noisy, but sing that and you're in the bin I didn't kind of... I can't really do with it. Feeling fine. I love that. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah, they were brilliant, noisy, and and the cat. You know what? When you look at what Matt Robbins has done there, two promotions, two one, and you won't bet against them going up again as a a bit of a dark horse match because they've got. You know, part of me thinks they've probably not got enough, but if they get in the six, Matt Robbins has honestly, Matt Robbins has done that against a really bad ownership as well. He's done a a phenomenal job against um, Sisu, uh, who were you know SISU, if that's how you pronounce it, who have really shafted them around with having, you know, they've had no home for a couple of seasons. They've been absolutely shafted around and he's built a really good side there. And I thought he would have done similar at Huddersfield if he'd been given the tools. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he was ever given the tools. And I think no. he got messed around something chronic at Huddersfield. Is it, I just think it's just pathetic. I mean, I don't, knockout's never been seen to be fit from the start and a game like that, surely he starts. But it's like, you can't be any fit. You can't be anywhere near fit. It's just so bizarre to, so many of them signings in January, so bizarre. And I thought Matt Larton's best game was last week at Burnley, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, oh, he was so bad yesterday. He was that. That I think he was second goal. He just the pass literally goes straight past him. It makes yeah. no attempt whatsoever. You to, know what? To try what, what Chris Green kind of uh, Chris Green said today, and that's fair enough. Yeah, he's not playing in the back four, you know, in his preferred position. But I get that. But I'm sorry. What he's done every other game is a mistake. It's you can't excuse some of that. That's I get, I get what Chris is saying. Blame Ryan. He's a 33 year old fullback with a couple of hundred Premier League games under his belt. Exactly. No, it's not a young no, kid. Is I'm it? not having that. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. No, but I mean, it just the I get the fault, the body language. I, I just the biggest one for me, and he's incredible. I just looked at Neil Warnock and, and I just it were almost like he's thinking, What? Why done. I, what have I done? Yeah, yeah. Done. Done. there was nothing coming from him. Even he looked to beat a man. and it, part of me still wonders why he come back, Matt. I, I don't. I, I know you could. It, it, it's, 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 it's the bug. Matt. He looked at the table and thought, "Yeah, we could do it." Because 
I, I thought it's when it's it came in back, blood. You, you were nearly mission impossible, but it's wow. It's in his blood. It's in it's in his blood. Yeah. If anyone could if anyone could do it in this short space of time, it's Neil Warnock, isn't it? It's just you know, and he's he's still still the best man we could have gone and got, isn't he? If if Neil Warnock can't turn this around, then no, that, then at least then at least you know you die trying, don't you? In terms, of, that's what's really interesting for me, Matt, because last week at Burnley, that's not Neil Warnock. You know, it's all right, you know, saying we with you know a free and this and that and the other, but Neil Warnock's teams do not just let to other teams do what they uh, want. He's, he's, a, he's a good manager. He's a good manager, yeah, mate, so, but he's not a thoracic surgeon. He can't give these no, players. But a he spine, knows you know that. I mean? He knew last week. He like the team's not capable of doing what he wants to do. He can't bring anyone in and. Honestly, I reckon if you had him on our podcast now, we're just like, guys, I, I can't believe how bad it is compared to what we thought. And this is where I'm at odds. We have quite a few people who are saying we've got the players that we should be doing better and this, that and the other and stuff. And I mean, you could maybe say that in August when we had the kind of fit player, more fit players. And obviously, Sober Thomas was still there. We had a decent keeper, Nakayama were there. And it is just maybe a fit turn, maybe I'm clutching there, but it's... Honestly, what a mess. And it, it was sad to see the ground at the end. That photo I put on it. Yeah, that like, was empty I've seen it at full time for years. Pop. Even like back in like when we were really bad under like Wadsworth and there's been some shocking results, haven't there? But it we were reasonably full, wasn't it? It looked reasonably full from where yeah. I was to start. We were quite surprised. Um I know everybody came back for the Birmingham game because it was Warnock's first match, but even after Burnley, you know, people seemed to stick with it, but I'd imagine all those that made a return for, you know, Warnock's return um, are, are probably not going to bother on Tuesday night. And uh, I think it was one of those four, days... Minus we, four on Tuesday night. Paul's probably like the goal. But it had a strange date. It were, I think, you know, obviously we'd gone to Burnley and got beat four. And then, you know, I were in pub before and chatting to a few people and it were, do you know what? Yeah, all right, we, we don't like it, but we accept it. And today we can, you know, we can go again and I think I said last week that if you do what you did at Burnley and back it up with three points against Coventry it, it doesn't matter but to then concede another four is is disgraceful it's eight goals in two games we've let in you know it's, it's not it's not exactly confident uh, confidence fulfilling is it but when when Cardiff won before our match you, you kind of had that you know I looked at the table and oh you know if we don't pick a point up here you know or, or three we're going to be you know, at least maybe three wins from safety. And during game, you make that mistake and then you look down and you see that Rotherham have gone in front and everything just kind of culminated together to yesterday to just be the the worst day that it, it could possibly be. Uh, I, I agree with you, Matt, that the senior players need to step up. They need to start taking more responsibility. Um, what Hellick were trying to do yesterday would be on me. Even if he makes a good connection, it's going to be a really awkward back pass. It's going to be difficult to deal with. Put your new, young, you know, unexperienced keeper. Don't do that to him. Just put it out for a throw-in. Use your right foot. Or hook it out for a throw-in and reset. And that goal doesn't happen. And it was quite even till then. And then, as Cosy says, as soon as that ball dropped, the the there were the groan. You know, the Galfam groan as it got nicknamed once. And you knew what was coming. That was one nil, and it was game gone. It were it was it were it was just done. And I'm you know. Two quick goals in second half, and every you know they were men and wonder were leaving because you know there were absolutely no hope, and everybody I knew thought. that. I think players knew it, we knew it, manager knew it, everybody there knew it, and it was sad to see. I don't blame anyone for leaving. To be honest, it's not it's not like we're chasing promotion and we're fifth and we've gone two one down and everyone's going to sack this off to the pub. It's it's just been a kick in the balls after a kick in the balls yeah. week in week out, and the fans are just they're not. Why bother staying for? So, I, I think the fans have been 
They've been decent on, on the whole. Yeah, to them this season. I, you know, we've had seasons before where the, the booing and the abuse would have been ringing around that stadium. It's been odd little bits here and there at half-time and full-time, but, you know, we've not had mass-scale chanting against anybody. We've not had, you know, oh. sort of outside ground-type protests and all that sort of stuff. I think the players have, Maybe it needs have it. got away with this lightly. And uh, I think somebody yeah. put on Twitter, you know, when the eventual, you know, moment comes that these players... They don't need a, a lap and people say, you know, you're clapping them for their efforts because, quite frankly, their efforts have been non-existent for many weeks. They've locked in season. stocks and have rotten fruit thrown at them, I think. I think that would yeah, be... Yeah, um, Joseph Humble's been a shining light, mate. He's unbelievable. He's a young lad. He's, he's not even... He's all right, isn't he? He's, he's actually... I mean, yesterday, again, he was getting the ball and there were no one backing him up. It was a joke, man. Honestly, it's like... He's put. He's, put, he's going down that wing, and it's like he, two men are on him, and he's still keeping hold of the ball. He's looking down. He's not today. It's just pathetic, man. Our fullbacks and midfield are abysmal, mate. It's oh, just the, there's the just midfield. nothing. I, I like Kungbo. I, I really hope he's here next season. But I, I won't blame you if he went uh, and got as far away from here as possible in the season. Here's Cosy. Here's one. Why do Huddersfield Town when when Huddersfield Town get relegated? Why is it just this massive sea of shit? You know, why is it yeah, always yeah. incredibly toxic? Why is it always disastrous and it takes ages to recover from? There's lots of clubs get relegated and they don't throw the towel in and everybody's still pulling in the same direction and they bounce back. We, Jesus Christ, we go down in an absolute. It's a, it, everything's on fire, isn't it? It's, it's I can even remember dumpster fire as a kid. People that, panic. That's why people panic. You know, no, but it's not. Malcolm McDonald did a map. I could just vaguely remember that as like ten or whatever. But we would have joked then when we lost ten one. We we let hundred goals or something like that. It <laughs> would have joked and took us. We, we've got and, that, and that's what the worst thing for me. It's like God, going in a tangent, but I think just one of those podcasts and there's so much to get off your chest. But there's not a lot to build on like for next season whatsoever because you're thinking, oh yeah, we've got Lee Nichols, but as if he's going to want to hang about in this in this slot and. Kamara looks, I mean, the way they seem to have managed Kamara, no wonder the lad's shot to pieces and will even EBD in it. There's hardly anything you'd, you'd pin your hopes up on. The only, the only crumb of comfort. Pat Jones, that. maybe. It'd be interesting to see Pat Jones and Diara at a lower yeah. level. Yeah, the only maybe. thing is Matt Barnsley but... were a baseball one there. And when they come to us, they're about yeah. 50 fans and look where they are in their playoffs. But it breaks your heart, mate, because we were walking down Wembley Way like 10 months ago. I, someone said to me today, oh, that's football, it's, you know, ups and downs and, and that as well. But I says, mate, I know what you're saying and it is, but how can you go from like tonight as a, Wembley to, to yeah. in 10 months? That's just bollocks. That just should not. I mean, as, as a fan it is, isn't it? It's ups and downs, but from a, from a, a way the clubs run, it's negligent to a point of, to oh. a point, isn't it? It's, uh, I mean, I, de- I never thought we were as, this is going to sound very sort of after the event kind of thing, but I, I looked at our team last season and I was like, that's not really a team that should be finishing third, if I'm honest. And it's just, yeah. it just, oh, everything, it? No, everything, it's just co- confidence is massive, I think. And it just, everything just snowballed and went well. And we, we built massive momentum and it, and it went brilliantly. This year is just the exact opposite. Everybody's, I, I look at it and think, it's not a team that should be in the bottom three for me. But just the way that everything's gone, the injuries, the decisions, the goal line technology not being switched on and everything just, and everybody's yeah, just yeah. heads have gone. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, every, anything that, that could go against us has gone against us. It's, it's just... almost like they've had that many changes of managers, coaches, messages, formations. We went to, uh, I'm going to say Magaluf there. We might as well have done that, but we went to Marbella, didn't we, on that camp? And everyone came back and we were the fittest team ever. And 
Uh, blah blah blah. It's just you know what football's meant to be fun today. I know it wasn't much from Man United, but I was watching that day and like everyone's going crazy. We had one, we've had one fun day all season that Birmingham game where everybody walked out buzzing, smiling their face, enjoying the beer after, the, and thought that's a good afternoon. I can't remember a season, and I suppose there must have been though. But but obviously the relegation season. I remember us going to Wolves and we were sensational that day. Maran Moy's day, we won two now. I think we beat Fulham like he's mentioned off off air, Matt and. Well, I remember one or two of them promises, like thinking, yeah, there's you know, something there, even though we knew. I think the worst thing is, we always probably knew, well, we knew in the Premier League, we were kind of out, we were always kind of outstaying as welcome a little bit. But but we're going from Championship to League One, and it's a disgrace. And Pods, you're right. I think the fans, you know, we, we've kind of had a go at them sometimes. But in other clubs, mate, there'll be people storming that training ground tomorrow morning and band yeah. up <laughs> cars. I don't know, I don't like to say stuff like this, but there's people needs to be held accountable. It's, they're getting away scot-free, I, I think, and that as well. A lot of these players, and, and I, I just—is it just apathy, or is it just the way everything is now? But the people's way of showing the descent is to disappear back into town after an hour or seventy minutes and stuff. And it's, uh, or is there just no one to shout at? It's so frustrating. We've had Bromby out with, you know, Scott Ice getting it, with Fotheringham getting it. With, oh, it's just honestly, it's it's gutting, isn't it? Just needs to. Do you know what? it just needs to end on it like the it just the season just needs to finish the the off the field stuff needs sorting out and then it, it just needs a big reset it just needs whatever's there now just needs stopping and, and restarting it needs, it, almost it needs it needs a Do you know what I think a lot of people need clearing out and, and I mean there is, there is, on there. On I, on think, on I still think it'll take a lot for some people to return I think that you know on paper. New owner, you know, ideally new owner comes in, we get, you know, get a manager. But I still think people will, nobody will be flocking back immediately because we've had, we had this this summer, you know, before Carlos left, it were very much, you know, we, we saw 16,000 season tickets on back of the club saying that they were going to make, you know, last season the norm rather than the exception. And, and look what's happened. It's just been total, I mean, it's sold anyone decent. An end of season more it more than now, but it's just been a, a disgrace, a total mismanagement of everything. And you know, it, it, it's there's no one person to blame. And I think because he's right, it's because there's so many people to blame. No one's really pointing the direct finger at anyone specifically. And everybody knows Hoyle wants out. Normally, you know, you sort of direct your anger towards him, but he, he's actively looking to sell the club. So you can't, you know, what are you going to do? Chant for a man who wants to get out himself. You know, it makes no sense, really, does it? But I think I think the only way that we'll get the message across is is you know, by people not actually going. But then you've got to ask yourself: Is anyone bothered? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is anyone actually? That's, bothered that's what worries me. It's like, no one does. No I'm one like, does. Like no. I don't think I don't think they care, mate. I don't think no one's bothered at all. There's no that's, no anger in crowd. It's just well, here we go again. I think the worrying thing is for me, Paz, because we've almost like done what some people we could ever do. We've got into the Premier League, we've done it. If you think of us other relegations and stuff, when we went all the way kind of down to the bottom with administration, it, well, we were kind of on a bit of a roll under Dean with money. We were kind of big hitters when yeah. we were in the League One. And I know for three, four years, we threw the cash. We were the big bollocks. We, we were on a journey. We were taking loads of fans away. Hey, mate, Keith Hill said we were the Man United of League One. I'll still yeah. remember that. And we got into the Championship and yeah, and obviously it dipped, but we were paying a Kings round with Jermaine Beckford and little things like that. We were like, on the roll and, and and stuff, even though your memory does play a bit of trick because it were pretty grim, I thought, before Wagner, the Powell era. So that were poor, but it almost felt like it would have stretched it up. But now, the, the, I honestly, I part of me thinks how bad is League One, but 
it's at this stage, I just wonder where we could end up there because you look at the shy tie in league one. Yeah, it's just honestly, honestly next year. I mean, I'm looking at, I was looking at some of the teams, though, and like you said yesterday about Coventry, you know, the fans and all that sort of stuff. You, you'll be playing teams next season that bring 350 fans. And that's not a slight on any of those teams. It's less, just because we less. don't have the fan base. And yeah, it'll, yeah, be less, yeah, it'll be awful. Yeah. Unless, unless we're doing, you know, unless we're top six pushing for it, in which case then people will return because, as you've said, because football's fun and when you're winning, it's fun. But if we're just languishing mid-table, it'll be horrendous. There'll be 8,000 oh, there. You'll know, lads. We all know guys that there's people in town centre like can't be asked to go. They know they can maybe watch it on the phone or on stream if they want. They're dragging yeah. themselves down there now. What about next year when... Forest Green maybe coming in Chelsea. Exactly. It's I mean, it's it's worrying times, and you know what makes it even worse? We we've had that. Well, what a chance we had to like to get this club next ten to fifteen years, like just even just being a mid-table championship club. But it's it's it breaks your heart really. But like you said, not enough people. There's not many murmurings. That that Steve Chicken post last night were absolutely sensational, man. It's just what I needed to read last night. But we just like saying it how it is and stuff like that as well. We're we're fed bullshit for the club, the, you know, the social media. The, I'm sick of the, you know, they've arrived and here we are. Just absolute bollocks. We don't want any of that. We just want a team that gives a toss. You know, aimed at you, though, is that stuff, is it? No, it ain't, it ain't Matt, but it's no, just It's like, not for a 50, pushing 50-year-old man cause, is that? <laughs> yeah, I thought today were bad enough without you being out. Sorry, yeah, do you get any discount Sorry, for fifty-year-olds at the stadium? Yeah, bus pass. Yeah, your bus pass. At least you get free travel. This free travel you've been on about to football games recently. Yeah, so it, it just it just it gets to a point like where you just like them goals were. You just you they weren't really impossible because you just like you thought why are we? You were waiting for it though, weren't you? You were waiting for it. This honestly, the the, the soul's been ripped out of this football club, hasn't it? And it's just. And it's sad to see. And someone sent me a message um, on Twitter, and they just the only thing they've put the well, they put something it stood out. It just said, in Japan, they say that the the fish rots from the head. And I just thought, yeah, that's that's really true. It's you know, yeah. this is a top to bottom fuck up. But you need good blunders. people in your club match to get it going again, and that as well. And I can't associate. You shouldn't be able to associate a really good team. Although maybe they are sometimes where a team goes down, and you're proud of them. They're, they're punching above the weight, you know, and stuff like that. If you think of that Premier League team that went down a little bit. You know, there were still a few good players. Obviously, Schindler were, were kind of still around. And, and a few of us who you were, Bounier, kind of give a... You're still someone of people who you, like, kind of had a bit of affinity to a bit of love for. Because, obviously, they've done good things, you know, a bit before. But this lot, absolutely... Uh, there's, there's not many redeeming characters, is there, no, in this squad? Not his fault, but, you know, it's... But after uh. that... Just, it, honestly, how many of them players are fit, Matt? It, it looks like, to me, we've got... You remember when you used to play football manager? You used to have, like... You used to have like the NGO or kind of the fitness. You used to have guys who were like 78 and 80 and some were 100 and some were 60. And you had to, that just feels like our squad now. It's like Warnock is, Anthony Nokia, you what is he? 40, 50, you know, Ward, 60. It's, it's embarrassing. We haven't even got guys. Elliot looks knackered. Is anyone Hogs fully knackered? Yeah. There? They don't look anyone, Matt. You know, Hogs on, on one leg. It, it's, it's a team that. It's embarrassing. It's we, dear to its followers. Yeah. We, we still deserve. <laughs> I think that's the thing. It's still going to hurt when that R's next to our name, but it's we totally as a club, we totally deserve to be going. We totally deserve to be going. We we've made well, we've appointed bad in all areas of the club. We've we've treated the championship like a piss tech, you know, on and off the pitch. And we that I think it's still going to hurt, but you, you don't like that Birmingham relegation in what was it in two thousand and what was it ninety nine two thousand oh one yeah. 
that that would felt cruel to me, even though maybe it won't, we've maybe deserved it, but it felt cruel. It felt like we had something ripped away. And you know, you think of the, the Premier League where one where we didn't, we shouldn't have really, really be well, it's still annoying, but we were done from Christmas. But this kind of feels a, a deserved relegation to me. It's, and, and, it's and, self-inflicted, it's really it all, it's death by a thousand cuts, and I had to be careful not to put an N in there as well. But it's just it's just <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it's a miserable season. Like I said, I was saying a few weeks ago, this season for me is is on a par with the the Wadsworth season where we couldn't afford to sack him and we had to bring him back and things like that. What an embarrassing season that was. Um, but you know, if, after that season, we we had a good one under Jacko, didn't we? So you know, it's like even to take it forward and stuff. And and obviously, it's all interlinked with the ownership and what have you. But who? Well, I don't even know. Can you even talk about that now with the next season? Because there's so much needs to be done, but. Do we need well, to well, it's not, it's not, we're not relegated yet, are we? So no. it's, it's looking incredibly likely, but we're not, we're not done yet. <laughs> Get their points deducted to the EFL. EFL, are you listening? Exactly. Well, I've seen murmurs of <laughs> Birmingham getting an 18 point. Oh, do you know, Birmingham, Birmingham Reading will get absolutely <laughs> loads deducted and then we'll be, the, we'll be the other team to go down. It's just the way it's going this year, isn't it? Cosa, um, oh. you, uh, you, you put a tweet out, didn't you? Get, get those mm. questions fired in. So, you know, yeah, you we can had be the question. I was looking for some open. There were a lot. Of you can be the question. You can be the question master, and I'll I'll yeah, put my feet up this time. On that as well. So, uh, <laughs> Dave Oracle says you want to set the podcast length to ninety minutes, and then each of you individually drop off the call in relation to the time you left the stadium yesterday. Well, Dave, me and Matt pause with it all the bitter end because I kept looking for your bubble app pause. Matt, how long did you stay for me? No comment. Ooh, Freddie Cocker, how many of this current squad would you keep for next season if you had carte blanche? I'll have to look that up, Freddie. I only got one GCC, mate. And contract situations weren't taken into account. What manager would you want us to go for when we're probably in League One? So, who would you keep, bloody hell? Not a lot to answer there, Freddie. Matt, what about you, mate? Who would you keep? Uh, Well, to me, senior pros would go. I think think Sauber Thomas has to be sold, doesn't he? He's not going to stick around so you know you're gonna to have to look to get money for him please would um, you keep him? Or is he out no. no no he's not he's got he's out he's here till 2025 uh no i wouldn't i'd try and move him on um Pearson would probably keep yeah helic yeah, i don't know him. he might have to sell him for money i don't know um hog i would move on i think hog he's struggled for a while now i don't think he's careful Careful. I know you have to be careful you what they say for Hog, but you know he's got a testimonial in the summer, and I think that might be a good time to because he's, 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 he's yeah. Really I'd keep head. I'd, I think there's some of the good young lads. I think next year for Turn. me, yeah, next year for me has got to be a, a, a season whereby you look at the young lads and you've got to work out who you can build around. So Kamara, I think I'd, I'm not, you know, he's been offered a contract all season. He's not signed it, so I don't think he's going to stay. You never know, but um, Kasumu. You know, he, he was good for MK Dons in League One. Uh, so you're looking at Kasumu Radoni, who scored goals for Wimbledon. So you need to sort of start building around these players for the future, Jones, etc. Um, Headley, keep Ben Jackson. I don't know idea what's going on there, but Ben Jackson should be playing a lot more than he is at the minute. Um, what about from Matt Ward? Obviously, Rhodes. Uh, Ward goes for me. Rhodes goes yeah. for me. Um, Simpson. Phillips. Uh, Simpson. Well, Simpson is a player that's coming through. Hudlin, I think, goes out on loan. Um, Kieran Phillips might be an interesting one next year. He's done all right in League One. All um, right, in my kitchen, Matt. <laughs> all right, in my kitchen. Do? What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, um, that was my uh, fantasy championship <laughs> team name. <laughs> it's that all season. Um, yeah, 
again, it's just see see how these get along and try Diara, and build around your, your young ones. Diara, yeah, is obviously yeah. one you'd want to build around. So, you know, get him as a number well, 10 and in his strong position rather than as a bloody wingback. I suppose without a name, Matt, I think the thing is, the manager ones, is that I just want to think, because if you think like when Michael Duff reported at Barnsley, they'd be like, what's the point of him? He's, yeah, it's, it's They did a job at Cheltenham, but it's like, do you go for a kind of like load of his manager maybe take us up because Matt Taylor's doing a good job at rather than Matt I, I think yeah it's Taylor, it's difficult because obviously I, I, part of me wonders whether you know Warnock said he wants to sort of maybe he can help out I don't, I don't know whether they'll look at a Ronnie Jepps and Kevin Blackwell combo I don't, I don't know if it's a good idea or not at this stage it's it's all dependent though Cosy yeah. on, on the ownership situation because if Dean's still here next year then there's no money to spend is there because obviously he's on his way out you, you see you know if Dean's trying to sell the club and he's not put any money in in January to try and keep us up. So using that rationale, he's not going to try and get us back up next year, is he? I think he's his time for throwing money in is done. You know, he wants he wants out. Fair enough. Um, to any of that? Any so I think, no, no, to, I think well, we're just going to say, Pos, I think it's the ownership needs sorting first and foremost before you yeah, can yeah. even say who and what you're going to do in terms of managers because the, the budgets will be completely different. So you can't sit here and go, oh, get Chris Wilde and we'll go get promoted next year because Chris Wilder's not coming to this shit show next year, but he might if there's a, a decent consortium takes over. You, you don't know. So it's just, it's it's too up in the air. Everything's just too up in the air to sort of look too yeah, far I think I think that's a big problem as well, Matt, to be honest, because usually if you're in our situation, you know, don't get me wrong, you can get relegated on the last day of the season. But when you, if I were, as any sensible person who's been involved in Huddersfield Town looks at that league now and starts planning for League One for me. So these conversations about who we keep and who's, who's going to be there would normally be looking to be put together. But because we've absolutely no idea who's going to be running running the club, that, that can't happen. And, you know, until that happens, it's, it's literally anyone's guess. I think just going back to the manager, I, someone asked me this a while ago, and I think and I mentioned it on on the year when Danny Schofield came in, that I just want someone to come in who's going to be there for more than, well, half a season it's going at this rate, isn't it? But mm. someone who's going to be there for, you know, maybe three, four years and we, we really stick by them and, and whatever philosophy they they have, we, we really buy into it. I know we kind of did that under Wagner and then the, the problem was that when he left, there was no one to succeed him. But if we're going to flip build, that though, that's... Today, the problem is because of the the club, the club doesn't build. It just as soon as it gets a few decent players, it, it tears everything down and starts again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. so you need a, oh, that's a fantastic cultural thing, change well, at the football club. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I mean. It need. needs not. I mean, it needs more long term vision rather than you know one season. It needs to be right in five seasons. We want the club to look like this. We're not necessarily. There needs to be a good plan, doesn't it? About what division we're in, it's going to be that you know this is the way that we play. That the youth teams fill in, they filter that up, and it needs a full club reset rather than just a first team type thing. Yeah, for me. Definitely. Um, definitely. You know, again, until we know who's going to own it, we we can't really say, can we? It's difficult. It's that way. Next saying. one. Ripping, ripping. Yeah, good, good question, but it's kind of unanswerable at the moment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Next question. Yeah, ripping everything up. This is a point I think we're really from Dag Barnett. Uh, we need the change of ownership ASAP. Now, next season isn't that far away, just like we've been saying. And those in charge need well, to give over a fighting chance of resetting the Premier League legacy. Is nothing more than a memory. We must focus on the future or risk this continuing. Andy K, I were done. So, <laughs> not a lot to say from Andy. <laughs> Four words, we are done. We done, yeah, maybe. Uh, the seldom seen kid, given that Warnock won't be here next season and that Oil may not either, what sort of owner and manager would you like to see? New blood, foreign or tried and tested? 
I'm, I must admit, I'm, I'm always one of those. Now, I, I think I'm an old school, but I loved it with Dean when, you know, local guy from down the road here put his money yeah. in a pan, etc. But you know what, Pos, you've got a young lad that has grown up and, and my husband, but I think people now don't give a shit where they're from, you know, where the money's from even. There's know. no local owners anymore. It's in the top two divisions, yeah. not really. I think a lot of fans would there, you know, if it came from Saudi money or something like that. It would matter for me, but I think I'm in an old school, really, and... and uh, it, it, it does. It does matter to me. I, I just want. I think morally, you want someone who's decent, who's going to, you know, look after the club, don't you? And and to be honest, there's there's a lot of good owners have come from all over the place. It's, you know, and there's a lot of bad owners come from all over the place. And there's, you know, people who support football clubs or or say they support football clubs who've taken lots of money out and seen them go bust. You know. And that's not Dean Hall before anybody thinks I'm talking about Dean. You're looking at situations at, you know, Berry and other other places. So it's a real roll of the dice, but I want someone with a plan, someone who's going to, you know, you need a strong technical director, somebody who's going to imprint his vision on the football club. It goes on from what you were saying, Paul. You want someone really, I, I was saying the other day, because I've been so bored watching Huddersfield for five years now. It's, I've, I've genuinely not really enjoyed going to watch the club since David Wagner was here. It's just been so dull. I want Are someone to come in. It was season we stopped up, Matt, or even including half of that. That no, I'd include. I'd include half of that. I enjoy yeah. it because because yeah. we were and I understood the ends meet the etc. <laughs> yeah. But it just I, I really haven't enjoyed watching. So I want someone to come in and say, right, we're going to play front footed football. We're going to get in people's faces and we're going to try and pass the ball around and play a decent brand of football. And I want us to build towards that. I don't want to be going out. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And signing cloggers from the lower leagues. No disrespect to some of the players we've signed in the last 24 months, but honestly, you'd watch us last year and we there were players who couldn't pass a ball five yards. It was painful to watch them. I want I want people to be comfortable in possession and to be able to knock the ball around and pull oppositions apart and wingers have a go at them and not just rely on set pieces and staying in games. It's it's dull as shit. You're not asked whether it's a tried and tested manager or a follow manager, Matt. It just brings someone. No, just somebody who's going to bring excitement back to. Someone's going to bring yeah, bring some form of excitement. And I I don't like League One. I want to get promoted as soon as possible. So I would genuinely have a really shit season of one nil wins where we scrape up in the last day just so get out of it. But that was what Wednesday doing, Matt. But long term, long term, I want to see us. I want. I just want to enjoy watching us play football in the Mm. second tier at least. Uh, And for me, that's. That's fine by me. I'll go watch that. I just don't want to see us struggle. I don't want to see people coming and say, oh, we can't compete with Coventry City. We can't. 
Oh no, Blackpool. We, Blackpool have got so many good players. We can't come back. Oh, I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of us downplaying everything that we do. I'm sick of us looking at ourselves as some kind of Rochdale or Accrington and, and, and playing up to that stupid crap. And I just want us to stick our chests out, play some decent football and bloody some noses like you say, Cosy, and, and that'll do for yeah. me. I don't give a shit about anything else. Yeah. And, ru- and run it properly. And run, you know, I, I like all the community stuff. That's that's nice. Cos, hope to add to that. No, mate. I think I think like I say, long term, it's. I think what Matt says is right, and I think that's ideal. But there's another 92 clubs out there that want exactly the same, and that, that's the problem at, at, at our level and you know League One Championship. You need to have that sort of style. There's going to be moments where it goes wrong because you've got players that are you know not 100% capable like they are in Premier League and stuff like that. And I think there's no time in football we've seen that with Sheffield town you know managers come and go like you know like there's no tomorrow and um, for someone to be able to come in and build something long term you know in the short term we, we might have to expect a few seasons of struggle you know if we go down to league one maybe a couple of seasons at you know sort of mid-table level before coming back up but i don't think a lot of fans will want that i think they'll see a little bit, it kind of goes back to when we were in Premier League. Oh, I, you know, I heard people saying yesterday, well, at least we might win some in League One. Well, we used to say that out of Premier League and first season yeah. we struggled. Yeah. And, you know, it could be very similar next season as well. Well, you know, depending on what goes on. So, again, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? It's really hard to say because you don't know what, you don't know what state of play the club is, is going to be. But I agree with Matt. I'd, I'd like to just turn up and, and be excited. Exiled Wesley, it's quite funny. This uh, we've had the local man done good. We need the next uh, egomaniac billionaire who'll bring in Ronaldinho in as manager first. And after all, <laughs> beat to Fleetwood in October, he'll try to appoint Tucker, but we'll end up with Keith Hill. And someone's replied, <laughs> I'd take Keith Hill, he knows the league, <laughs> someone, but he knows the club DNA. But that's <laughs> Claire Hill uh, asks, Well done on recording a pod. Cheers, Claire. But we might want some cakes next time, mate, for it. But uh. No words. This is just a, for me. Which relegation hurts you most? Two thousand and one. She says. I think. I think for the sheer shock that just happened because I thought we were out of it. That that was it for me. I'm sure we were like sixteen to one to go down that day. But yeah, each relegation's kind of got a different feel to it, hasn't it? I mean, I don't know what you guys feel. Obviously, that we were dead from Christmas onwards. Not mean that in the Premier League one. I remember vaguely the. The Super Mac Malcolm McDonald when we were absolutely a duo. We lost 10-1 in that November that season. We went, we were down about a month and a half before and, and stuff as well. The, the administration, the David Taylor one, the Wadsworth one, that were pretty grim. I remember. I mean, do you remember? I think some people set fire to a pub in Port Vale. I remember we got beat by six that day. And that, I want to say that Port Vale five, five one, one, one on it. That, that, yeah, five, five one, one and Jason Gavin scored. I've know, always hated Port Vale since then, and, then yeah. I, and it wasn't just down to them. But that that one were a bad one for me. The I, Birmingham one, it'll never. I don't think. And the Birmingham be, one, yeah. yeah. Just, I think yeah. that, I think this will top them all, to be honest, because it's so yeah. self-inflicted. When we've done it from a position yeah. of strength, whereas you know you look at, I wasn't obviously wasn't around for the Malcolm McDonald one um, technically uh, as a town fan, but after that, for me, the first relegation from the Championship, Birmingham game. That's I think that's my first relegation, and that was just part of me was like, oh well, I was a bit naive, thinking, oh, no, young and naive, if you like, and thinking, all right, we'll go down to League One and we'll get promoted next year. It'll be fine. So there was that sort of thinking because I was young and stupid, obviously. Didn't realise it was going to take 12 years or whatever to get out. Um, The the one where we went down to League Two, 
I think you could you could always pin and blame pin the blame on the administration and all the struggles and what have you and the finances and and there was like a reason for it. Um, the Premier yeah. League season, the Premier League season was just look, we were out of our depth, weren't we, as a as a club, and we 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 acted like it from halfway through the first season. But but this this is so self inflicted, and from a position of such strength to go and shit on it and end up where we are is just. So bad. So we're not down yet, obviously, and we could still stay up, in, you know, miraculously. But this would hurt more than any for me by a long way, a long Craig way. Al- Craig Allroyd covers a lot of that, Matt. He put, I have a slither of hope left. We can survive. And it is either slither. But by the end of, I feel by the end of Tuesday, it'll have evaporated too. As a lifelong fan of this club, I feel that we've all been cheated by events really since the Premier League and talk of the sustainability that that would bring. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. yeah. Dukes uh, tries to add some positivity to what is understandably likely to be a negative episode. You know us too well, Duke. Here. But he's putting, what do you believe are the positives of getting relegated? He None. says he'll start it off cracking away days, possibly renewed rival with Bradford, and the chance oh. to develop youth no, no, at no, more no. appropriate level ability-wise. No, 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 Duke's no, no. trying to turn it into... Uh, no, I'm not having any of those. Sorry, Dukes. Don't you like Papa John's pizza, Matt? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! No, I'm not. I'm not having any of those. I'd, what good away days are they in? Uh, you know, I've never been to Shrewsbury. I've got no idea. Or a you vegan, a vegan platter at Forest Green. I've got no idea whether these places Akron are any good. But um, Akron, and I just don't fancy it. I really don't <laughs> fancy it. Fleetwood, <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't fancy it at all. Develop players or post. Develop players at a more appropriate level. You just get them poached. You know what I mean? It, yeah. As soon as you get a decent player, it gets taken off you. The the lower down you go, the more likely that is. It's just not. It's just shy, and the financial mess that comes with it, and then having the them lot laughing at us if they're in the same division, going, "Look how shit they are now." That just after I've been doing to that to them for twenty years, <laughs> just an absolute <laughs> kick in the sack is that. Um, yeah, as much as I'd like to like play Bradford, I would be very scared if we, that we were going to lose, and I couldn't handle that. <laughs> I can't. I can't. After after I've been laughing at no, them quietly for twenty years. I think the, the league one before just obviously would come in, when we were coming up from League Two. I just felt we we you know we were on a roll. We wanted to get out of the division. We had a bit more money than other teams. Who were you know League. It felt like a bit of a journey. Eventually, oh, Clark, yeah, I'm going to say under Clark, yeah, Ken this David. Time we're just so going to be dunked in there. It's like we're just going to have a yeah. shudder in kind of. Throw in elite, elite so, some of some of those, I think Dukes is right. Some of those players, if he's talking about likes of Diara and Jones, etc., that's you know they they could catch fire in in the division below mm-hmm. against what's supposed to be lesser players. Rodoni got double stand, figures, yeah, yeah. Rodoni got double figures last year in League One. So you know, use these players right, and he, he could be right on if he's if he's talking about the immediate young ones like Diara and Rodoni, etc. Then yeah, they 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 could really develop next year, and we could come back stronger if we can keep hold of them, but. In terms of the ones below that, yeah. Sorry, Dukes, we tried, mate. <laughs> and I'm not having Stephen Hitch as an away day. I'm sorry, Dukes, I can't. I can't do it. I'll probably, I might do, but I can't. Can't. Mister Wicker says I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed, and my hopes have just gone now. Joe Kelly, where will we finish in League One next season? <laughs> it just depends on the ownership thing, doesn't it? That's that's just the. I can't look past that. You can't. If you look who's in it's, box, it's just if if there's a new owners and they're putting money in, then you know top six. But if there's if there's not and it's still what in the you, current I, situation, then it's going to be middle in in the middle of the division. Maybe yeah. bottom half. Maybe Matt, another question to you, kind of the back of it is: 
obviously Derby are, are in there and they were in a mess last season. Or, or were they in a mess? Were it just the reduction? Oh, they've got they've got new owners who are putting money in now. They've they've, they've got a, a financial yeah. backer somehow. I think some housing developers bought them out and right. they're they're putting money in, so they're they're in a different situation now. Yeah. But Barnsley, I think Barnsley are a good a good um a good team to look at and what they've done because to be honest, but they're quite comfortable, aren't they? They've done this before, they've bounced bounce yeah, between the divisions for years yeah. and they, they know how to do it so I'm we don't that, Matt, because like you've got Peterborough and Barnsley and Rotherham to just keep coming up and down them league ones and twos and I'll say they can be happy with it but it's just like they accept it where but maybe Norwich fans will think similar Premier yeah. and, and and West Brom too but I just but yeah we thought we might be a yo-yo club for a couple of years in the division above but it's I don't think town fans I, I just mean they just don't see it kind of comfortable it's not as I've heard people say, oh, yeah, like you said, Matt, we can win a few games. Or people are reminiscing, but everyone were younger like 10, 15 years ago, and they do remember when they were... <sighs> Too many people remember the Lee Clark era and not the Andy yeah, Ritchie yeah. one. I think that's the problem there. I remember the yeah, Andy Ritchie yeah. one, the Wadsworth one. Yeah. John Dungworth. Yeah. I remember, you, you always laugh John at me when I go on about John Dungworth. <laughs> but I remember, I remember this crap too much. I, I can remember yeah, all this more than awful, I did yesterday. Awful seasons in League One. Awful seasons. Honestly, absolutely. People, like you say, people remember that we got promoted and we we destroyed everybody. I mean, even when we got promoted, let's be fair, we stumbled over that line, didn't we? But people remember those Lee Clark seasons. And don't get me wrong, they were great seasons. But I remember Oldham shooting that, on us a few times. It's almost like if you leave a place... Dagenham and Redbridge, I seem to remember losing to them. Oh, Col- mean, yeah, Colchester, <laughs> South End, been better than us. And... Don't you pause it up by having a go here, but I just think it's... I don't know, it's like if you leave where you go, go you split where you go for now, leave a work that you've been at for ages. I just think, like, remember the good times. Yeah, who's this girl, Cosy? Who's this, who's this girl you're keeping quiet? <laughs> Sweet Molly Malone, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we kind of switched on this a little bit, changing swiftly on, uh, to, from Ben. Given the context, where do you think the season ranks in the, in the list of worst of the still town seasons in the past 50 years? Well, I'm not that old, even though Matt's pensioned me off. But kind of <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Matt, you were kind of saying it's right up there, weren't you? Maybe the uh, well, it depends how it finishes, doesn't it? If, if Warnock all of a sudden galvanises, miraculously galvanises, and we stay up, it's, oh. it's brilliant, isn't it? Because you'll only remember the end. But if we go down and we finish bottom and we're absolutely crap, then... This is, I, I've said for a while, this is level with that Wordsworth year. Those are my two worst ones. Um, yeah, although then again, some of, the, some of the mid-table League One ones where people walking away, like, do you remember when Dino, the game Dino yeah. goes on that about 2007-8 season? Tano, I'm sure he scored there, young on loan there. Yeah. It was, uh, who was that midfielder? Was it Bailey? It went to Brentford, yeah. I think Bailey yeah, or someone. I understand that they're going mental in that, I remember it. Yeah, and people yeah. just walked away, just going, this is what we do, and it's just, and it yeah. wasn't good yeah. enough, and I'm... I don't want us to go back to that. It was just apathy kills, doesn't it? And it, that's that's yeah. what we do. I would just feel better than anyone. And it just absolutely kills football clubs. I want more people to not be apathetic. Like when you say people raiding the training ground, I want people to care and cause a ruckus. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want to be involved myself because I'm a bit of a wuss, but you know, I want people <laughs> to I want people to give a shit and, and kick off. You know, like when when Dale Mars and Aaron went down to kick off outside during the yeah, yeah. Cowley yeah. season. Yeah, you know I mean, fair enough. Yeah, you know I mean, go. You know, they they care. You know, I just, I just don't yeah. want people walking away in the thousands, just going, oh, "I can't be yeah. bothered anymore," because that just kills football clubs. And I don't. And that's that's the worst thing about football for me is people just not really caring about you anymore. And that's how just... many will be there on Tuesday night? Not not. I'll be there. I'll be there, freezing. 
No yeah. kids' parties, Matt. Uh, no, no, I'm this I've got loads coming up, but I miss, I think, Middlesbrough, but that's it. It's not going to be 10,000, is the Tuesday? No, it's going to be minus yeah, six for crying out loud. It's bad enough, you know, going out in that. And that's just the score, Paul. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. So, Joanne says, do you think Warnock will tell Hoyle someone truths about his team? I, I think that's guaranteed. That, I think he's probably already done that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Warnock knew what he was getting into. I, I fully I agree that he just, no, he just kind of looked at the table and went from yeah. there because he, I don't think he'd have put his name to something like this bad. Nah. I, I think you look at I think, the thing is you look at some of those players and you think, ah, yeah, you know, Tom Lee's got in the on playoffs paper, last year. Yeah, on paper, you think, yeah, these are all right, these. And then you get there and you see the that they're absolutely bereft of any sort of confidence. And there are glaring holes in some of the positions whereby we're we we are putting square square pegs in round holes. And it's just it just adds to a mess, doesn't it? Even Leah. even putting like Hungbo up front and stuff, he's not. Leah NR models says, did anyone actually enjoy anything about Saturday? Had some nice chips from that chip van just below where... Because <laughs> they always do them crispy there. So honestly, I don't know if they watch the podcast. What a place that is. Underrated behind that away and then that burger van. Uh, oh. Anything else I enjoyed about Saturday? Oh, God. Do you know what? With football, it's one of them, in it? I take me two lads and I always enjoy spending a day with them. You know, just us. Bit of a boy's day out with Mekit and... Uh, the result is always kind of like secondary, but when it's been this bad all the way through, it becomes <laughs> it does it does take the, the niceness off of the day, doesn't it? You obviously have a better day when you've gone and you've won, but you know, apart from uh, Nick Buxton coming onto pitch, yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, that yeah, I'm too young to remember all that. Check if we could get Mick Buxton on the podcast. I bet you could. You'd have to bleep everything out. You don't hang back. Do you remember that you were on it, Matt, weren't you? With the uh, the one who did COVID, do you remember? When uh, I think Rambo hosted it, and that. I can't remember who. who, who oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, there was a yeah. a big Zoom, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're good though. Yeah, Dean, Dean was good. on it as well, wasn't he? On a deck yeah. chair or something. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, God, we're <laughs> yeah. Sure like, stage now and that as well. Uh, yeah, it was good. Kid ninety six. Uh, I'll start this off. What is the earliest you've ever left a football match? Well, I did three half time exits in the Premier League second <laughs> season at Chelsea, at Chelsea, at Spurs, and at Liverpool. And at Chelsea, I thought, shit, because I went on a bus, uh, one of the, I think, a Millbridge bus, and thought, when am I going to get a beer? And I uh, I put a fake cockney accent to try and get the Chelsea sports bar and bolted into the crowd. And, oh, you <laughs> snakes, get a beer with you. Says you're from Huddersfield, I was like, yeah, boo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean from fucking Huddersfield? Give me a fucking oh, beer. I yeah. to walk about two miles, stuff like that, <laughs> lager, but. Yeah, come on, pause. You're the man, Mr. Loyalty. Let's, when are the earliest you, you know what? I bet, mate, when I used to go with my dad, um, he used to, he never left early. He never left. No matter what, he would never leave. And he it would like, it was, he just drilled, he drilled it into me. And, and I can't, genuinely, I'm not just saying this, but I genuinely can't remember a, a time when I've voluntarily left. I once got thrown out at Tramir at half time for being drunk. <laughs> And that is probably the only time that I've left yeah. before full scandal. Does it count? I think that counts, doesn't it? Because yeah, of course. Left. left. Whether they left voluntarily oh. or not. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't voluntarily leave. I was th- literally thrown out. <laughs> Still left the premises, pause, it counts. <laughs> Matt, I reckon but it didn't take much persuading. Eight minutes job. I'm 80 minutes, and Matt. I can't believe you left any earlier than that. No, I'm, I'm stubborn, me. If I've paid money for something, I tend not to tend not to give it away much. <laughs> I'm a, bit, a bit like pause. Uh, I remember leaving... In the FA Cup against Stockport, 
after about 65, about 65, 70 minutes, and then Pavel Abbott scored and I missed the goal and I couldn't find it anywhere to watch it. So that, <laughs> so that kind of stuck with me. And I think one of the other times was, do you remember when we got beat 3-0 at Rochdale under Lee Clark? And Lee Clark said it was like the best performance he'd ever seen from any football club. Yeah, that was weird. Kind of no, I still remember that. We, day, we absolutely yeah. battered them, didn't we? And we had yeah. no idea how we, yeah. how we lost. But yeah. I left before they scored, I think about 10 minutes before the end. And I, I just remember a big cheer going up thinking, shit, we're back in the game. And then, Someone went, no, I don't know, with 3 0 down. <laughs> it's like, all right, thank God I left then. But the, yeah, those are the only ones that stick out really. But that Stockport one was probably the earliest. And we went back yeah. to the pub. And my mate won 20 quid on the fruit machine, so he was happy. Yeah, remember stuff. My mate Walter. Are we were any close to sorting out the ownership nightmare. You, you hear bits and bats, don't you? But At this, you do you know what? Me. I think people, people have to be very careful what they say on social media and even people like me because. Whenever there's a business deal, a transaction to be done, everybody signs non-disclosure agreements about this and people do not want things leaking out. So I keep my mouth shut. Um, others keep their mouth shut. If you put something online, be very careful. If you put something on doubt, they might be very careful. Is all say, because people do turn, see it and people do raise questions, I would imagine. To turn it around, Matt, do you think us going down will affect, I suppose it's an impossible for you to answer, but I'll ask it anyway. Would you think going down will affect any it does, of course, it does. Yeah, because the because really obviously they're working on a valuation of the club. Value, they're working on a valuation of the club at the minute. They're working on the valuation of the playing staff. They're working on the valuation of Canal Side, the stadium, um, everything. The amount of staff that are there. If we go down, staff will probably get made redundant. So again, that alters the valuation. The valuation of the playing staff goes down, and then all of a sudden, if Dean Hoyle's wanting, let's just say, for example, thirty million quid back. No one's paying 30 million quid for a League One club just to pay some guy off. It's just not happening. So, you know, maybe Dean will have to look at that and go, shit, either I take this club back on or I'm going to have to write off something here for someone to do it. Maybe someone does come and take it. Who knows? But the compl- the valuations are completely out. The fact that the amount of money coming into the club significantly goes down, the TV money, the commercials, everything goes down. So everything will have to be recalibrated and then it'll then whoever's looking at the club will have to say well is it worth us actually taking it on because if you look at how Dean Hoyle ran the club and, and we loved how Dean Hoyle ran the club when he took it over didn't we absolutely all of us absolutely loved that ride didn't we uh, but we're looking at Dean and Dean's and Dean's putting charity shirts you know charities sorry the names of charity on the front of the shirts because the valuation of the the deal to put someone on the front of the shirt was worth absolutely nothing and you're going from a Paddy Power deal worth half a million pound a year down a division, and then all of a sudden your shirt sponsor's worth absolutely nothing. Um, you know, all these things get taken into account. So if you're buying an investment, football club's a terrible investment, by the way, but if you're buying into an investment and all of a sudden it goes from earning 10 million quid a year to three, you're thinking, bloody hell, what the hell am I going to I'm going to have to plug so many different gaps in different areas or find yeah. certain things. And it, it affects completely everything. So somebody may say, do you know what? There's less money that I would have to spend in League One because we could probably do it on a different different way, a different budget. Or they might say, actually, sack this. That's seven million quid down. That the extra that I'm going to have to put in just to have a chance of getting promoted. So it, there's so many that. ifs and buts. It's, and it's scary. It's Stadium scary. Stadium debt. Honestly, the, the if Kirklees are bunging us 10, 15 million, whatever it is, to do the stadium up, I, I'll be like, what are you doing? If if there's any sort of <laughs> honestly, if there's any any sort of APR on that, that they're loaning the club. Hopefully it's interest-free, but even then, how do Huddersfield Town pay that back? They'll have to have, have, to have Elton John there every other week, won't they? Doing concerts and stuff, and 
They have to get that <laughs> ski slope sorted. Work they don't kill the bank. I'm dead in what the way enough as it is, mate. We are honestly. Out of- honestly <laughs> I, I don't. I look at that foot. Look at that football club. I went to do an interview there for the uh, HTSA's FA 100 years since we won the FA Cup, and I walked in there, and there was a woman on reception. And then we went upstairs, we went in the boardroom, we went through to uh, the Heritage Suite, and then we went down on the pitch and into the Cowshed Loyal End, did some pictures, came back. I saw one person in the ground, one person. Do you know who that was, Cosy? Who was it? Earl Crabtree taking down posters and putting them back up to change over from the town to the Giants. <laughs> Earl Crabtree doing that. You know what I mean? There's, not, <laughs> You know, he's like an ambassador. That's the only person I saw, apart from the receptionist. The club doesn't operate. You know, nothing operates at that stadium and it earns yeah. no money. It can't earn money yeah, apart from the match days. And, about that spot and, you, and you're taking it on. And you're taking that on. The, the electricity yeah, bill from, from a game will be it'll absolutely dwarf anything. That, it probably costs a lot. It's like some Jews doing it or making revenue. Exactly. There's got, there's, got to be, there's got to be a real rethink of how they use the stadium, what they use it for. And Phil Hodgkinson wanted to turn it into a conferencing centre, didn't he? And all, all this, he had some ideas, I think, which were loosely mentioned, I think, in certain interviews. Um, they need to do something with it. They need to get more concerts there. They need to get England women's games. They need to get under 21s. They need to get rugby league semifinals. They need to use it. Otherwise, that debt is just going to sit there and it's going to screw the football club because the council will just stick two fingers up at us and say, that's your shit now. Get on with it. <laughs> so um, Liam it's, it's a risk. It's such, it's such so much risk. So much risk. Liam Noble, given that we have one of the hardest remains of the season, we are all up, down. Would what would you like to see Warnock do with the team? What should the started eleven be? It's an interesting one. This because Warnock loves his experience, doesn't he, and his leaders. But he's oh, an art. You, you've got you've got to you've got to keep going until until until, it, until it's impossible. You have got to keep going. But I just I want to see less. Um, I want to see less square pegs round holes. So I don't want to see Diara at right wing back. I know you know he was scuppered by what he put on the bench. I want to see more Ben Jackson. I want to see him involved again. I want to see I want to see Pat Jones, but. Only once mathematically it's done and we can't stay up, you know, throw the kids in, get them ready, build up a pitch. But until then, you've got to do everything you can to stay in this league and we st- we can't toss the towel in yet, although it felt like we've done, hasn't it? You've, got <laughs> yeah, to, you've just got to, honestly, yeah. you've just got to have one last massive throw at it. And who knows, you win, you win against Bristol City. Carlos has won two in eight, West Brom. You go there and you absolutely fluke something. That's six points and you're back in it and everybody's going, hey, what were we panicking about? And that's the, yeah, mindset. Just, that's the mindset you've got to go with, though, mate. That's, that's what you've got to go with until it's done. Yeah. Otherwise, we've what's been the point? saying that for ages, haven't we? Oh, if we just yeah, get if, three, if we you, just get three there and it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, but what's the point? What's I, I get the point? what you're saying. I get what yeah, you're what's saying. the point? Otherwise, what, otherwise, why are we turning up? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, got, it's got to do it. <laughs> no, why are we? I don't know why we're turning up anyway, mate. But I was going to say. That's what we've got to do. Well, that's what we've got to do, and the players have got to do it. I've got a funny one here. I've not heard this one. Dean Smith says, I don't know if it's the Dean Smith, maybe you could be manager, mate. But uh, (laughs) did anyone else think that the call for a Mr. A pickle was a wind up when it was called out after the third goal went in? If you watch that extended highlight, it's on that too. (laughs) That's actually great. Yeah, I heard that. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. There's an A pickle. Can anybody get? Oh, that's that's actually that that makes me laugh. How everyone tries to get out the uh, the, the the car registration, doesn't it? And it always yeah, gets yeah, out, yeah. doesn't it? The car registration N E one four A B J. It gets done so many times, doesn't it? Everywhere. It's, I remember one. Uh, yeah, the old Leeds was Lee King uh, when announced this. Was did his is his father up? Someone shout out, but 
Yeah, uh, Richard BAS, a long time since apathy, just all emotions regarding my lifelong love for town. Unfortunately, did see it and feel it coming early in the season, realising how poor the squad is. But open denial was stronger. First in the 70s till 78, a couple of times since, and here it is again. Uh, Warnock said he thought the fans were superb. This is Rob Mitchell you know, on Saturday. Do you agree? It seemed to go quiet and lots left the ground with six minutes onwards. You know what? It's really weird because... It's just keeping them on. It's just trying to keep people on side, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. And we were doing so that trying to... last week where they didn't nail them against Burnley. I thought the crowd was so quiet, but Paul, you made a great points earlier that I, I thought they were superb in that they didn't turn. They just left. So I'm kind of... I'll chuck that as a positive, really. But the noise, there were just nothing there to cling to. It, it was sad to see, really, because obviously it's come back from that weekend in Germany where the fans just, like, stick with them through thick and thin. It's just not like that in England. And, you know, they... they the Coventry fans were the boys. They're on a bit of a journey. They were so loud. It obviously emptied that most of the cars should lull everywhere, really. And it's, it's really difficult. And I don't like to criticise anyone for going or just not for going and stuff. So it's just, uh, it's just is what it is, positive. It's, uh, I mean, Tuesday night, let's not be honest. Let's not beat around the bush. It's, it's not going to be... It's going to be grim, mate. It's going to be grim. There's not going to be many away fans. It's going to be freezing cold. You know, if, if it's 2-0 at halftime, I can see... A lot of folk going home, sacking it off. One of them in it. Blanket or something, don't you? I might, I might take a flask of tea and just, just sit and chill. Well, not <laughs> if they let, if yeah, if they let you in with it, yeah. Not yeah, usually yeah, let yeah, you in with it. Yeah. It's a <laughs> weapon. It's TFC dreams. Uh, where do we go? Where the hell do we go from here? I think we've tried to answer some of that earlier. League on. One dreams, eh? League One. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be that's one to get over the tannoy, isn't it? Can anyone find a League One? Yeah, League awesome. One. League yeah, One. I'm going to try see if that. anyone can get that, get them to read that. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's, uh, just said how quickly the downfall has happened. One year ago, we were smashing Peterborough. Now we're worse than them. I think someone did, did you that. did you put that tweet, uh, Cosy, with the table from a yeah, year I just ago? Thought I'd that you? up there last night and see it and show it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Twelve you know, months someone, ago, someone were funny. Someone tweeted back, and I t- I thought they're right. So, since when were Peterborough were in our division last year and stuff and and then people uh, say, no, the one, it's, it's like I was looking at Bomber thinking, were they in there? I think it just shows it feels like years ago, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, I, can, I know, we've, we've aged, you know, we, we, you're going for your pension now, me and Pozzer are <laughs> wrinkled. It's just, it's absolutely aged us as this season. Dean Smith, this is a com- combination of four real poor transfer windows. You can't sell all the assets and then go shopping at Aldi expecting to keep competing. You keep buying and getting shit, you'll end up serving shit. It's not rocket science, you have to spend money to compete. Ollie Fisher, which league won away day? You're most looking forward to. Come on, guys, just one. Give us one. If you might have <laughs> been to, I haven't been to Fleetwood. I've, I haven't been to Fleetwood, so Fleetwood is still around. I think um, I might have yeah, to go. Yeah, Markham. They get some good fish and chips at Markham, no yeah, doubt. So. Oh, see Tyson Fury over there knocking around. And, Mod- yeah. Modacambe as the international. Well, hopefully, hopefully they'll come down with us and that as well. Just think, there's anything? Who's up for the Papa John's trophy, Mark Harrison? Oh, no, absolutely not. Danny says, one uh, can't be blameless for yesterday. Very questionable team selection, but it's a tough one, isn't it? But... Um, no, I, I think there's a few people who have said that. And I think, especially when you look at the bench, I think he admitted it himself, didn't he? He said he had Ben Jackson on the bench and then took him off for another striker. And it's just the way it goes, isn't it? If if he, if he throws, if that, if that headley injury doesn't happen and he throws those strikers on and we get something from the game, he looks like a, an absolute genius, doesn't he? And then... This is just the other side of the coin, isn't it? And that's it, Matt. I'll hand back to you. There's talk of a Twitter spaces maybe on Tuesday night after the game. I oh, say. I don't know. If we get hammered again, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, 
yeah, so this week uh, we, we might do a Spacers after the Bristol City game if Cosy does it and then I hide again like last time. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so potentially. So, yeah, um, check out the, the warm-up. Brady will be back with Tom during this week. And Pozza, I don't think they've asked you back, have they, after your... Uh, yeah. performance last week made the um, negotiations are ongoing as an NDA signed so I can't <laughs> non-disclosure yeah non-disclosure <laughs> non-disclosure ogre um, yeah that's it isn't it this week Paul's thanks so thank you very Ooh. much for your questions um, sorry sorry we're absolutely miserable and we've probably lost absolute all object, object objectivity at one point I actually said a thoracic surgeon does spinal surgery beat Bristol beat West Brom <laughs> we're going yeah, to I've lost. next week exactly I meant to say thoracic surgeon can't give someone a heart but there we go uh, Cosy sing us out mate cheer us up Stephen it's your when we win promotion, oh god, it's not easy being a tampon, is it? You know, what are you sorry before we go? Just said, you know, it's, it's never dull, but oh, just give me some mid table mediocrity. It's never good either. That's oh. <laughs> nah, we do have some good years. in my veins, baby. <laughs> We've gone from having a good year to the Pirelli Stadium, so thank you very much. Oh, um, nice, nice, you nice. Don't get fish and chips from there. I'd diarrhea day after. <laughs> what a wonderful way to end a podcast. <laughs> There's a team that is dear to its followers The colours are bright, blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can beat the town today? And then the bells will ring so merrily Every goal shall be a memory So town play up And bring that cup Back to Huddersfield So town play up And bring the cup Back to Huddersfield Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.